There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Mambo! Mambo? Are we going? Yeah, we're rolling. Oh! Oh, 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 Welcome, everybody, once again to Oh! A Sopranos Podcast, where we shoot the shit about the Sopranos. Oh, man. The one podcast where we shoot the shit about the Sopranos, and we're really shooting. And we're really shooting. As always... I'm Joe Spelman. <laughs> this is David Feudernick. Gu- <laughs> <laughs> Gee, this is my. We want to retake this. Worst start to it. Yeah, episode. yeah, 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 yeah. It was really fucking. We switched up. up our seating order, ladies right. and gentlemen. So, so Spell's got a little confused. I'm Paul Golius. I'm David Feudernick, and I'm Joe Spellman. As always, we're brought to you by Dave's Hot Chicken unofficially. <laughs> um, yeah, we did switch up our seating arrangement. Um, so you know, bear with us. I love that Dave's Hot Chicken is sponsoring us unofficially. They're just like slipping us money under the table. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We tra- we desperately tried uh, on my NBA podcast to get sponsored by Slab, which is a barbecue <laughs> restaurant here in LA. Yeah, uh, I'm just stealing I, that they from would, you. <laughs> they, we would we would like at them all the time, and they would just be like, ha ha ha. <laughs> like, yeah. lol no, no we have to do we actually want money we have to do uh more uh try to get dave's hot chicken to sponsor it i know i know we've or, we've or, done nothing besides <laughs> just say it yeah yeah we just hope that they're listening yeah. hope that right. they hear the podcast right. um well we'll we'll look into that in the future if anybody has any dave's hot chicken contacts please, yeah, please uh, let us up. know um you wanna you wanna intro the episode oh, here? Oh yeah, we're uh, talking about uh, season two, episode five, "Big Girls Don't Cry." That's right. Yeah. We all know that's true. They Big girls do not cry. <laughs> Fact. They, they eat. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> oh, come on. Whoa. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whoa, spells. Well, I didn't write the song <laughs> or the episode, but it is true. The bigger the girl, the less they cry. <laughs> that is very actually scientifically proven. It's mathematics. Yes. Uh yeah, so good ep, good ep. This episode, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll run through the headlines here. We have tonally, tonally. What the fuck? <laughs> what Jesus the fuck? Christ. Is there a gas leak in this apartment? <laughs> Sorry what? guys, like... we actually we we talked on our uh, WhatsApp thread uh, earlier today, <laughs> and we were not gonna do this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just for no we real were, reason. We were, actually, like, we were do just we like, do it? Should we do it? Because why? Like. But not real any reason. Just like we're just kind of tired or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we're not really tired. It may show, but um, keep listening. It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> uh, Tony is dealing with some anger issues in this episode, mm. but finally, he and Melfi uh, reunite uh, for the first time in a therapy session since season one. Yeah. Uh, Furio comes to the states and tears shit up. Oh yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. We have Christopher. Furio, that's one. Booyah, hottie. <laughs> Is that Carmelo over there? Uh, uh, Christopher uh, takes some acting classes. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that. And this was, guys, this was the first, very first episode written by Terrence Winter. Oh, wow. Nice. Who went on to become um, EP. Uh, and, he, he, and, he was and a did... rock and roll artist, right? Oh, that's Edgar Winter. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah topical oh, yeah. famous Great. director yeah 
He uh, well, that's Terrence um, Malick. Cre- no. Cre- <laughs> Terrence Winter did write the Fifty Cent movie though. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. Get Rich or yeah. Die Trying. Yeah. yeah, not his best, but he did. If I if I didn't know, and and someone said, "Who do you think directed Get Rich or Die Trying?" I'd say Terrence Winter. For Wait, sure. I don't know. Did, Had to be did he direct Winter. it too? I know he wrote it. Oh, maybe he just wrote it. I don't know. He wrote it, but, but you know, the studio noted it to oh, death. God. That's why <laughs> you should have seen the in. first uh the first draft. The first draft was great. It, it was it, dope. it had Nas. Oh shit. It took place <laughs> in the nineteen twenties in uh <laughs> Atlantic City. Uh yes, he so he d- created Boardwalk Empire. Terrence Winter wrote this episode. Yes, he did. Um it, and he came on season two, uh, and uh the rest is history, guys. Mm. But so so let's let's dive into the episode. As I say, we have Tony and Melfi reuniting. We have yep. Melfi calling Tony right outside of the whorehouse in which Furio is inside, fucking terrorizing yep. everyone. Tony's yep. cigar in shambles. <laughs> yeah, very much. Yeah, it looked like, like one of those what? like cartoon like exploding cigars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh ash that thing. What are you doing? <laughs> like that thing is well, all look like he like falling apart. He like like pushed it down already. And right, then still and then smoking it, it. But it, it looked it. like it was like burning all fucked up. It's like, yeah, yeah hey, tend to it. I feel like he must have done something to like, oh, oh, like put it out. And they're like, no, 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 we need, we need to keep going. Right, right, right. And they're like, we don't have any more cigars. Yeah, um, yeah. So he sends Furio into this uh, whorehouse that Christopher previously was like incapable of uh, getting the uh, weekly or monthly whatever payment from from these people, like the shakedown for protection. Uh, what do you guys think of of Furio's uh, debut in the states? I mean that. Uh, first of all, they throw a party for him at Tony's house. The shirt he's wearing is incredible. <laughs> That's great, awesome. Incredible. He's, yeah. he's like That's playing what with I babies would... and like doing magic tricks and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like... yeah, it looks like he's wearing one of Carmela's blouses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like if I was the costume designer for that episode, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I'd find I'd be like, yeah, 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 you're wearing that shiny gold yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, playing with like little children, just let's, like let's sure. get the hey, hair down and Christopher, frizzy. Christopher, how you doing, man? <laughs> hey. <laughs> just being being all this great guy. Yeah. Cut to him like just like I heard about you. I heard <laughs> yeah, what you were yeah. doing in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> it cut to him like th- throwing like hookers into walls and stuff. Just, like, <laughs> But they re- that's the thing. They really do make a point of making him look like the gentle and like lovable and uh, the PD blue. I love I love the TV. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's like a he's like a sitcom character. Right. And then that fucking yeah. he goes from like Balky right, to exactly. like <laughs> Balky. Cousin Tony. <laughs> oh my god. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> he definitely's got Balky vibes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, oh, Balky dude. vibes. Dude, this is a meme, dude. This is a meme. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. need to get some Bronson Pincho uh Yo, John Balky. from Sopranos Graham, don't steal the <laughs> don't steal that shit. Yeah. We're, you gotta save that meme, Dave, when Bronson Pinchot becomes irrelevant. <laughs> I mean relevant. Uh just wait it. for that morning where yeah. Bronson Pinchot dies. <laughs> and then and then bam, dude. Followers. Uh, R.I.P. Bronson Pinchot. And then yeah. What's the picture of Furio? Incredible esoteric, just fucking all right, whatever. Anyway, so so yeah, so they make him out to be this, this sweet sort of like guy. He's playing with kids and stuff, and then mm-hmm. that one shot of him just fucking with a baseball bat, just going into that place uh, and just tearing shit up is one of is one of the most exciting and terrifying things I think the series shows. It's great. It's shot so well too. Like, it's like shot Steady so well. Cam, like like he like I just had a big smile on my face watching that the entire yeah. time and yeah, and yeah, i'm yeah. realizing i'm watching a man fucking backhand women like fire a gun into a guy's kneecap and they just make it so fun yeah <laughs> it's a great it's a great example of like i don't know if like we've seen this level of violence like like well that's the thing like, like this much violence i don't know in one in one like, it, it really does scene. it it like like you it, can't picture this where he puts the gun in his fucking knee and the fucking yeah. shoes. Yeah. That's pretty blood pretty like shoots up. Yeah. Like what what of the American mobsters can you picture at this point in the series doing the same thing Furio does? Like like it, it it's what mm. what makes Furio I mean, We did see Richie uh sure, drive okay, Richie yes. who debuted two someone. episodes but ago. That's right. that's but, almost not But as, we don't even but we don't see it. We don't really see it. And yeah. that's almost not as cold blooded. 
as right. what fucking because you're using does. a car, right? Yeah, and it's a fucking <laughs> helpless old man, and like you know, this, you're just beating women. You're just beating yeah. a bunch of people. Like yeah. you punched yeah. a couple people on the way to like, right. like shooting this guy. There's a guy just sitting there. I guess he's supposed to be the security. Just like hits him with a baseball bat. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. He's not. He's doing, like. He's like. Wait. He's like in the front. He's not like. Yeah. He, like the front for the. He's also house. like. Yeah. Like he could have been like trying to get some you know shampoo products or whatever. Like, also like you go like, to the you go to the massage parlor to get some shampoo yeah, products. Spells. I meant, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. spells. If that's Oils. been your your uh, your lotions. story, it's like yeah. it's like you can go to the barber and like you don't have to get your haircut. You can just get like um, some nioxin like pomade. Or yeah. Right, right. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's like a middle-aged guy. Like he's not like some heavy. He's not yeah. like. But some that's. Like... I think that's what Tony saw in Furio when right. he was in Italy, oh, and sure. that's what makes Furio so scary. Is he is not discerning at all about who the fuck he uses yeah. violence against. And also, he's... men, women, old, young. Like and he's, he's also just... he's basically a ghost. I mean, he's just like a guy off like from he's off Italy. The grid, yeah, like, yeah. Not supposed know. to be there. I'm like thinking about it, like. Did they just do commendatory to like intro Furio? Yeah, like, I, that's that's what some people were saying uh, on like Reddit and stuff. Like it really is just sort of a because you know the the deal with Annalisa doesn't really come up in the rest of the series. The only thing that that episode uh, sort of makes it makes a mark on the series with is the origin story of Furio. Right. right. Um, well, like in this episode. Polly at when Tony meets Polly to tell him like he and Sill are getting a promotion basically and mm-hmm. Furio's coming over, he asks him because um, he's like oh you gotta pick somebody up from Alitalia at Newark Airport right and he assumes it's Annalisa yeah yeah right. uh, so Tony really did that deal with Annalisa and didn't tell any of the guys that yeah, Furio right. was coming over and that brings me to the next thing so so uh, there's a new pecking order with Furio coming over mm-hmm. we see. Out. Yeah, Tony. Tony goes brings uh, Polly to the uh, Lou Costello statue, and tells yeah, it for that whatever comes reason, back later, and and uh, and tells him he's getting bumped up. So, is is Polly? Is this where Polly officially gets made captain? Yeah. Well, this is it's weird because like know. Sills consigliere, no, like, but I guess I think not so, yet, yeah. right? Or like no, but like I always thought he was from the get go, but. He said that, but Tony says they're equals, basically. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. It's clearly, it's clearly w- where Paulie gets made captain because right. it's a promotion for him. Yeah. But it also seems like it's a promotion for Sill too. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> I think. Uh, what happens is when Junior is like put in jail, and Tony actually becomes boss in name and everything else uh there's an opening like tony's place as capo there was an opening and but there wasn't really a crew and so when furio comes over to be part of that crew uh paulie ends up taking the capo spot and in that crew is is uh puss and on the lower end chris chris yeah Um, yeah yeah but but then it's a little confusing but Gigi is a captain too though um, Gigi, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because when he, he dies, like then Ralphie gets that. Sorry, spoiler alert. Oh yeah, because uh, then like Ralphie, but like takes over that. Cr- it's like or like that, like or no. I guess Richie. No, no. At this point, Rich. That's Richie. Richie that's Richie. Oh, Richie. Richie. And, then, Gigi and then Gigi takes over for Richie. Over, and then Ralphie Gigi takes over. That's the curse of the. Yeah, that's the curse. That's the curse of the April crew. But then Paulie ends up taking over that crew. So like. What? Like, like what? Well, by at the end, at, at the, the very end, end of the yeah. series. But, like, but by the end of the series, the, there's like I'm, nobody left. I know, but I'm like, but that's yeah. It's, but it's, Tony makes that out like that's an uh. It's a little. It's a little. That's muddled. a promotion. Like it, I don't quite get. It. And but also, like what? I mean, I'm sorry. Like now that we're on this, like <laughs> when Chris, when Paulie gives like Chris like the sports book and stuff, like right. What is Pauly, that? Paulie is but a capo a piece, at that point. But th- and, that's, and he's just giving him the business. Yes. Because that's not, a, like that's promoting Pauly, him like in the hierarchy. Because that's right after Chris gets made. So yeah, yeah, he yeah. ends he's up giving, taking more responsibility. That's Paulie's shit. Right. And he's giving him like the run of it. But yeah, so uh, Pussy does get passed over. Pussy is below Paulie. 
Uh, and case in point, this, there's a scene in Vesuvio where mm-hmm. it's uh, it's Pussy and Pauly eating lunch. Johnny Sack shows up. Oh, and Furio's there. And then when Johnny Sack shows up, uh, he's like, oh, so you want to talk to Pauly? And Pauly's like, Puss, you want to give us a few? But he also, doesn't. Pu- but he doesn't make Furio leave. Right. So Pussy's <laughs> got to leave. Furio, the new yeah. guy's there. Uh, so, I, I mean, I understand that, that Pussy feels slighted, but he, I mean... It's strange that he doesn't bring it up with Tony that Furio was able to be privy to this information that like New York and Pauly were talking about, and he was not. Like, also, very strange. Uh, what's a pussy's beef with Johnny Sack? He like clearly hates him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna stand up. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. Um, like feel, damn, dude. I feel like something like that. Maybe that was something that they were building that they. Yeah, just and they just decided not to do anything. Yeah. Um, um, but so, do you guys think so? Tony obviously passed over. Puss, uh, why do you think he did that? Well, he disappeared to fucking Puerto Rico for yeah, God knows how long. Well, okay. well, we know, he's still we, in the doghouse, obviously. He, but but still, do you think he? He's still, yeah, he, he's still unsure of him. I think. Yes, right. I feel like we've like like uh, oh, earlier episodes in this season have like left us thinking that Tony was still unsure. Yeah, um, he wasn't sure. He has to be a hundred percent sure. <laughs> and he, um, and he, and I don't think he is. So he's like, I don't know, making a move to sort of see what happens. You're a hundred percent sure, hundred percent, fuck a million percent. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So I guess my question is: Is does Tony like consciously or subconsciously, uh, the pussy, questionably being a rat or not? Like, do you think Tony's thinking, oh, he might be a rat, so I'm gonna pass him over? Or do you think he's like, uh, it's not pussy's time? I think he also just sees him as like someone who's still in the doghouse because yeah. he's been yeah. so yeah. fucking yeah. wily. Right. Yeah, and if and if and if this is Tony's crew and he has to give some people a promotion, he's obviously not gonna get, do it to puss because right. you know that might upset right, right, Cyril right, right. and uh, Paulie. Also, I feel like uh, like Carmela must have like I think there's a good chance she talk to Tony about like the shit going on in their house and stuff. And right, he right, might also right, just be like right. he like he has like the home life isn't right. Like he right. needs to get his shit together. Right, right. That's a possibility. Um but so Tony is dealing with a lot of anger issues this episode. Yep. He rips the phone out rips the phone out of the in wall in front of AJ. Throws it at AJ. Uh AJ then, AJ oh, oh almost drops his Pop Tarts. <laughs> And he makes some dumb Radio Shack joke. That to, was like, the worst it. joke I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, product testing. Like, that one doesn't pass. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah well, F, AJ doesn't. AJ kind of just stares at him, and yeah. Tony walks away. So that's that hey, joke played out. As one, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. know, you know, Tony uh, like driving after that, and he's like, "Oh fuck, man, that joke sucks." <laughs> Damn. Fuck. Uh, My son fuck. thinks I But suck. mostly his anger is coming from Janice. And, I mean, it's coming from a lot of things, but, but mostly Janice in this episode. And uh, when he knocks on his mother's house door <laughs> and Richie April fucking opens the door. It's the boxers! <laughs> in, in boxers. I do. Like, I love that he, he's whoop. like, how about starting with by putting your fucking pants on? Yeah. He hands in the pants and, and then he just puts them away. Like he yeah, puts but, them on the table. Or whatever. A, what a great fuck you. Like, no. I yeah. don't care. You're <laughs> in my gonna, fucking no, house. I'm boxers. And I'm cooking my eggs in my fucking boxers. I mean, I think that's great. I think it's just a great it's a little, power move. Great little touch. It's just like, no. Yeah. I, it's funny how uh, like similar that scene is to uh, the, the scene in season four when Tony Ralph. walks in and finds Ralphie's shoe, and he's like, Ralph Cifaretto, Jen? Yeah. Do you think there's anything to I love that shot of him where he's like laughing. Yeah. Oh. He's like yelling. I, like, that's is, a great... Com- what? Yeah. Is oh, what it, were you going to say? No, no, no. no, no, no on no, that no, thought, no. like, is there something to Tony... Like finding his sister's lovers, uh, who also happen to be associates of him of his in the mob, yeah. in his mother's house, you know, because it happens twice at least there, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, and and but but even like boiling down even further, like articles of clothing, I guess. Like, articles of clothing, yeah, like being yeah. like centered around that, <laughs> right? Like I don't know, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. I don't think it means anything really. Well, I think I think, I think I mean it's. It's a little obvious to me. You think 
about how Livia was just this looming evil uh, antagonist in the first season who's not around that much anymore. Mm-hmm. But look who's occupying her space now. It's Janice and Richie. And I think that's sort of the 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 point that the writers were trying oh, to make. Sure. Like yeah. these yeah. are like just the new villains. Constantly right? yeah. people who are thorns in Tony's side. Sure, sure. Oh, sure. sure. Absolutely. I don't I'm just talking about like the pieces of clothing. I don't think that really <laughs> right, I think right. that's just a touch. Right. Like I guess little, I guess so flare. so Janice was trying to take out like a loan against the house and, and that obviously pissed off Tony. Uh, and then he has a fucking outburst on the Stugats <laughs> with this guy <laughs> wearing uh uh, oh, my sister goes. <laughs> this Russian guy who who like says something about like oh this is what you get if you date American. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Tony goes and grabs him by the balls. You get a problem besides those fucking pants. <laughs> and then uh, and then he's got to like height hoof it out of there because <laughs> the police are getting <laughs> called. Call the cops, yeah. And that could be bad because Carmela finds out he's on the boat with Irina and mm-hmm. his kids and everything else. This, that, and the other thing. This, that, and the other mm-hmm. thing. Um, and why, so, why do, why do, why, why do you think that's in the episode? Just like showing his uh, temper. I think so. Basically, it's Tony's frustration with uh, not having a Melfi in his life to talk to, and not just that, but because he's out of therapy. He's having these outbursts of anger that he cannot control, yeah. right. which is right, right, which right. is impeding his his you know ability to, uh, to uh, cheat on his wife first yeah. of all, yeah, sure. but also you know uh, with work and family and everything else. He's you know punching walls in front of his kid, and and that's why he goes to Hesh, and Hesh <laughs> he makes Hesh like the surrogate Melfi in this episode, right? And Hesh like. At first, he's a little interested. He plays along with it. He's telling him about the MRIs and like imaging in the brain. When a when an adult hears uh, a parent's voice uh, reprimanding them, fear lights up in the brain. And like, I, I love just like the two of them just talking and nobody's listening to each other. It's like, yeah, <laughs> just back and sure. forth. Yeah, uh, Hash is telling one story. Tony's telling the other. Right. And uh, <laughs> Hash is like, you know, sleep is a good solution. Uh, <laughs> And and take it just, easy, laddie buck. Right, and that just that just said to me, Tony is is actively looking for an outlet to 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 basically a, a new Melfi because he right. knows it helped him in the past, and he didn't think it's an option. But also, totally in Tony's style, when Melfi does call him and says, "Hey, I opened up uh, a slot at two o'clock for you if you want to come in," he's like, hey, "I'll think about it." Yeah, you he know? plays coy. Right, yeah. exactly. And of course, he's back there. Right. That's the other thing. We see a couple scenes with uh, with Melfi and uh, Kupferberg this episode mm-hmm. breaking down the the dream from Toodle Fucking Ooh. Well, she well the fu- I mean the funny thing is like she's also going through it without like uh, having him as a, a patient. Yeah, like, so that's that's my question she's dealing to with her you own, guys. Like, like trauma that like associated with him not being in right. Therapy. So ultimately, why do you think she takes Tony back? Uh, she is it is it she's because she, uh, she's legitimately concerned that he's going to have a panic attack, crash, and die, uh, or is it more uh, what Kufferberg called her out for, like this vicarious thrill of treating a patient? Like I think it's both. Yeah, I think, you think it's, it's both. both. You think it's yeah. both? I mean, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, but also like, it's haunting her that she's not treating him. Right, so I think she's so like, the, I need to, I need to have him back in treatment so I can sleep. Right. Yeah, so that's the like, physician doctor side of it. Right, and then the, and then there's also another just side, like the of human her side of it. Yeah, that is just like intrigued. I mean, she's you know, pounding that, died, she's pounding that wine though. Like before she calls him, they like, make a point to show that too. Yeah. Uh, well, and she also, also mentioned she's, she's like, I'm gaining weight, and right. like, are we to believe that that's that's because she's struggling so much with not having Tony of a patient as a patient. Is that is that it? You uh, think? Yeah, I think it's I eating think at probably, her. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I think it's a good. I think it's definitely a choice, like you know, to make another facet of the character in that um, she's not just a clinical doctor. Right. She's you know she's she's intrigued by this from a. From a tantalizing standpoint, sure, and right. also, and also the Italian standpoint, and all that sure. fucking shit, right? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, she, you know, he divulges like 
how Furio beat the fucking shit out, shot a guy in a kneecap. That's it, right. It yeah. kind of doesn't phase her. Um, that's that's about as candid I think so. in regards to violence as Tony ever really gets with her, I think. Yeah, like, like I was waiting outside crimes while, that he's committing. Yeah, while yeah. one of my guys fucking shot a guy in the kneecap. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I I think and he which, gets he which, gets so which, much pleasure out of telling her. Yeah, and also I I believe that to make a lot of fucking sense if he if it, 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 if he hasn't been in therapy for so long and and he like just splurts this out I mean, it makes sense. I don't and know. And then if he I, never I, talked I, about it again, but he, I buy that so but much. He, sure. He, <laughs> he seems to be relishing. I mean, I think obviously deep down he's happy to be back in therapy. Yeah. Because he clearly has longed for it, whether he realizes it or not. And he divulges but, that. Too. Right. But I think he also is kind of relishing the fact that she came crawling she back called to him. him. Yeah. He's got oh, that, so he's, well, that's he's got that Cheshire cat that, that's like another smile. Yeah, he's, like, he's a pig and shit. You know what, I, yeah. you know what I was doing when you yeah. called me? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, well, now they're both like, you know, um, they're both, they both need each other. Well, right, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, 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 it's a, symbiotic yeah, sort symbiotic of, uh, of like yeah. push, pull and tug and right. all they're, those. They're, they're both yeah, sort of feeding off each other. That's why I said symbiotic. Symbiosis. Uh but yeah, I mean, I think I think that's part of it. But um, uh, but I also love the line uh, that almost it's almost the last line of the episode when when uh, he's like, "I wish it was me in there," and she's like, "Giving the beating or taking, taking it. it, yeah." And that's so, so pointed. And she's the only person in Tony's life who could say something like that to him, and him not fucking go off, right? Because yeah, be, what do you guys think? Do you think he, like subconsciously he wished he was taking the beating in there or no? I don't know. It's it comes from know. a place of self loathing, right? Yeah. Obviously Tony loathes himself. Uh but you know that's that's the question. I think it's But that's why we need Melfi in the series, right guys? I think it's meant to be right. uh, I fucking the air. I can't I can't believe these people who still to this day are like Melfi scene snore. As we talk about this the this, I've heard, this I heard specific it recently scene, from I have, someone. I have a lot more appreciation for her character yeah. and like and like just like the fact that they, you know, like kind of got rid of her and reintroduced her. Not right. Real, like, but like, you know, yeah. Yeah. If it, it, uh, it's, it makes me more interested in like both those characters. In her, char- in her character both, and also, their relationship. Yeah. Their relationship. Yeah. It's very hard also. Like, her character is very hard because it's so subtle. There's not like a ton. Like, you know, it's not as juicy as a lot of the other parts. Yeah. Like, you know. Mm. And she brings so much to it. It's so nuanced. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like she really has no connection to any of the other characters. She's only there uh, in a way to serve as a sounding board for Tony. Right. But the writers don't want to just make her like, you know, paper thin. And, and I think they yeah. do a great job of, of especially the stuff with like Kupferberg and, and her dealing with losing him as a patient and struggling with taking him back on. Like, She's a real human being. And I know. Yeah, I think that's like, 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 as compelling as the And seeing stuff. her, like, in her own life, like, dealing with her, like, son and right. her yeah. husband. Yeah. And that family. never bothered me. No, me either. But that bothered <laughs> so many people. That's I, I, uh, you know what bothered <laughs> yeah. me more? I mean, later in the series, especially, not so much now, but, like, but you get into, like, season four, season five, people are like, eh, fast forward through the fucking Melfi scene. Like, yeah, no. Okay. That uh, doesn't make any sense to Those me. are the same people that are like, <laughs> oh, not enough whackings. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody bothered me the most, it's Carmella. <laughs> whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, dude. Come on whoa, now. What? Yeah, I mean no, I, but I think that's what they were trying to do. She's like, well, she's one booyah mommy. All right. Wait, wait. What are we talking about now? Because I just had some stupid points about like uh, a couple scenes that we were talking about. We're talking go, about. Go ahead, take it where you want to take it. Big girls don't cry. <laughs> just like some five. dumb, just some dumb jokes and dumb scenes, like like the boat, like the boat scene. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, go go for it. Is that on Staten Island? Because all the boats are uh, oh, like yeah. from Staten Island. <laughs> I don't know. Joe, I, Joe is from Staten Island. Yes, yeah, so I was born on Staten don't Island. Remember. Joe's the only one pausing each frame <laughs> yeah. and looking at the at the titles <laughs> of the boats. I caught it. I caught. There were two boats that had like that were listed from Staten Island. One Great Kill Staten Island, which is where my family's from. Oh shit! And uh, uh, another one just said Staten, just Staten Island. Island. Yeah. So I was like, is this like? A marina that is like way far, it, way like, way wh- far from New Jersey. 
that like so no one would spot him which could be very which is possible very, very right. possible true because like you know if you live in new jersey you don't really want to go to Staten Island. you don't wanna have to make that trip <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and vice versa um so i'm i'm, I'm curious about i would that. be i would be surprised if they shot at a marina and brought in boats from Staten Island, and you know, I, I would. Well, our department would, could just change that, like no problem. True, but like, why? I mean, to me, like, I I would imagine that they were just using boats that were at the marina in Staten Island. And Staten that Russian Island. guy was an actual Russian yeah. guy who just happened to be at the marina that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, whoa, this guy. Look at what he's wearing. This is perfect. Yeah. And if and if anybody's ever. Curious to know, like last episode, we talked about we're all gonna go see um, many saints. Uh, many saints. Many saints. I will be wearing that outfit. <laughs> so if any of you are there in L.A. at the ArcLight, where we probably will go see it or wherever, yeah. you'll be cosplaying you know, <laughs> as a Ukrainian fucking <laughs> from the marina. No, but you gotta have like a like a plastic hand grabbing your testicles. <laughs> So people get it. Oh my god! Just walk, just walk into people. Oh my testicles in Russian. In Russian. Oh my god! Let's yeah, see yeah. if anybody yeah. fucking figures it's it like out. The, the, yeah, that's oh the terrible god, cosplay. That would be amazing. Uh, it would be. Um, but one storyline we haven't talked about yet is Chris at the uh, acting for screenwriters class. What'd so you guys? What'd you guys think? I mean, I I I think Spells would uh, echo this. Like the two actors here. Yeah, yeah. it's very it. Brings me back to like old acting classes it, and it, stuff, like, uh, like like acting one, like basic acting classes, where you're like A, B. Oh well, yeah. You get like you know some like, it, l- like famous scene from a famous play or something. It certainly feels like an acting class that would be taking place, or in, like improv one hundred and one. Right. Yeah, like, but, it, but my wife got this for me for my birthday, or you know, like, yeah. Yeah, but that's but for me and for you, like that was full of like probably mostly like people in their early twenties and like younger kids. Dude, my like, used to be one on one. No, mine was too. I a know. lot of a lot of that. Like, I'm the funny guy in the office, and <laughs> everyone said I gotta take this class. Yeah, <laughs> mine mine had had a couple of those people, but like, but I, theater, but theater wise, like it's it's it's. A it, very funny portrayal of, and pretty accurate oh, no. portrayal of I, like a, a an intro acting class. I think it is an accurate portrayal of that. Yeah. I, I and I think it, it it's like an accurate portrayal of like like you know something you'd find in like the like Parks and Rec flyer <laughs> of your local town. It's right, like, right, right. Oh, it's like acting classes, and everybody comes to like the community center, and like someone who you know got a BFA at like. <laughs> You know, yeah, and there's like the guy like that, like the guy Mitch, like who thinks Mitch like McDermott. Yeah, who right, thinks he's like right. already very good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I wrote a couple specs. <laughs> yeah. that I'm sold. I was like, oh no, that's that's what I was like. Oh god. Uh, oh honey, oh honey, you're gonna get punched in the face real bad soon. So what do you? Yeah, so that guy, is Chris, from- Chris is either like an idiot savant at acting, or or well, what do you I, what do you guys think is going on? He, I th- well, in the Rebel Without a Cause scene, he clearly like is connecting to Brendan Fallone dying. That's like, well, that's that's the question to so me. He, to me, yeah, like uh, his friend died. Like I, you know, it's obviously coming from his real pain that he's right. experienced in his life, right. and the, and the father character too, which so do you which think Adriana he, points out? Right, you think it's both things? It, it's Bre- he's yes. remembering Brendan. I think I think in the scene, like I think he knows that he's connecting to Brendan's death. Yeah. Okay. He maybe I, doesn't. I see that he he that. maybe doesn't like totally know like consciously the, uh, his the father connection until Adriana like points it out to him. But I think for sure, to me, he's that, thinking of that he's thinking of Brendan when well, he's like zipping up the guy's jacket. Yeah, I mean that's that's it's funny because like the Sopranos, I, people watching this casually hadn't thought about Brendan Falone since episode three of season one, probably. Right. Right. Uh, and especially if you're watching this live, it, it's been like over a year since you thought about that. Yes. And, but like, that's why rewatches pay off so much because mm-hmm, you're just sure. m- way more familiar with these storylines. You could draw conclusions about like it's... what characters are thinking and feeling deeply. It's... We become the Melfies basically. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and this is like something that like would be talked about in the writer's room for sure. Um, so, but then why do you think he punched Mitch McDermott in the face? That's like a father thing. 
that's like yeah, you think he's yeah. angry at his dad i think what adriana says is like completely on point like which is hilarious because you know yeah it's adriana <laughs> yeah but like i think she's absolutely right why else would he just punch the guy well i don't know if it has so much to do with his father specifically or he just was made to feel weak or inferior or or like a bitch to yeah, this by man, that guy by yeah. this yeah. man yeah i mean uh, it he, might be a mix he, he's uncomfortable yeah. with the emotions that right. he that he felt. that was that was my take on it i That's don't think he has a lot of anger both. about his dad not being around because he i also knows... th- like the guy's also a prick he's like brag <laughs> yeah. he's bragging about all the things that he's written and, right and chris goes in front of the class and he's like uh, I uh, I got that book, uh, How to Write a Screenplay in Twenty One Days. That was a year ago. <laughs> right, um, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think, I think, I th- I agree with what you were saying about it, Paul. That like, um, he's it's because it, he he I mean, he got that emotion out of him, and he's uncomfortable with it, so he punches right. him because that's what he knows. Also, right. after he leaves, when like all those people are swarmed around Mitch, they're like looking at Chris, like as he leaves. There's a guy that's like smiling, like real big, and maybe that's just like a mistake, but maybe it's also like, oh, people are kind of happy that he got punched in the face. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> well, that like guy that is like, um, what did you say about uh, such a herb? Biggest yeah. herbs. Of oh, we're show? yeah, we're gonna do uh, one of these episodes. We're gonna do like a bracket of the biggest, like whitest the count herbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in the series, <laughs> just all the characters who are not in the mob. Uh, and our huge dorks. Oh um, man, yeah, this guy's definitely up there. Oh, he's up there. But yeah, and so the episode ends with uh, Chrissy uh, throwing out his laptop and his floppy disks and everything. And, his, and you bark, I bite. His screenplay, <laughs> his original screenplay, uh, which I would pay vast quantities of money to read. Uh, he and, stole that uh, title from one of uh, your uh, original screenplays, right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. I'm writing that as actually when you were 16. <laughs> uh, but as we know, he you know he can't stay away from the movies too long because uh, you know he's got that bug. He, he makes it. Cleaver ultimately. That's right. But yeah, that's that's the app. Big girls don't cry. Anything else you guys wanted to touch on? Mm. Why why the why the title Big Girls Don't Cry? Yeah, that's uh, that's good. <laughs> why? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. Why? Uh, Frankie Valley song, right? Yes, uh, Frankie Valley song. Who ultimately becomes Mayor part of the series, Mayor Munchkinland. Mayor Munchkinland. Um, I, I guess it has something to do with Melfi, I want to say. But you also, see her um, crying in therapy. But also, after he rips the phone out, Carmela goes, grow the fuck up. True, true. Uh, Melfi compares Tony to a little boy mm-hmm. in therapy. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. And we, of course, see Christopher break down crying in this episode. So, I don't know. I, it's there's like, something there. We're not quite yeah, like uh, articulating fucking, it. It's just but, a catchy, well, like, catchy yeah. name for they the, play, the They play the, the song and they also. Play, like, they play the, the song, but like... Terrence Winter, if you care to illuminate of, us... We'll, uh, we'll leave that to the seppin walls of the world. And <laughs> let's ask Terrence Winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll call him. No, let's yeah. ask Edgar Winter. He just responds... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that how Edgar Winter talks, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good up, though. Good, good up. up, good yeah. up. Everybody, welcome back. <laughs> um, yeah, did you take a break? Or... <laughs> they might have got up from their desk, might have gotten up, you know, desk, like yeah. when he got gas, um, <laughs> or turned it probably, off, probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you know what's coming up next is an episode, <laughs> is Christ. a segment. A uh, little bit of uh, Sopranos erotic fan fiction. <laughs> Brought to you huh? by Johnny the Nutsack Pino. Oh, okay. This oh, is boy. another installment. 
Oh my god! So, <laughs> yeah. dude, you, so were, you were talking so mm, sexy. I think nobody yeah. knows what you just said. Yeah, uh, I don't think anybody whoa, gets oh, what's going on. Oh, don't talk to me right like now. that. I'm Johnny the Nut, sex <laughs> oh, shit in oh, the shit. house, in the flesh. Respect, yeah. respect. Yeah, great setup you got here. Put whoa, what did you mic come in here? Jews. Um. <laughs> oh. Okay, Johnny. So, hey, I'm uh, I'm uh, we're gonna get to this upreach stage. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And uh, Dave wants to re-row. Uh, Professor Pauly, why don't you read Father Phil? <laughs> of course. Okay. Obviously. Naturally. Obviously. Sure, sure. And uh, we'll take it from there. Uh, so you ready? I just want to point out that the title page just says Joseph Spellman. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And, and nothing else. That's a mistake. So Johnny the Nutsack Pino, I'm a little. Well, I had to borrow his computer. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, I don't have gotcha, a fucking gotcha. computer. And it, it makes and sense. In makes order sense. to borrow his computer, you had to name the script <laughs> just his name. Joseph Spellman. Also, I don't know. Uh, that's something with title page. I don't know. Also, Celtic. Johnny the Celtics Nut Sacpino, uh, it seems like you had a little error in your spelling of your name. It says Johnny the Nut Scack Pino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what? Yeah, it was a you late know, night. If you I were want Webster's Dictionary, I'll <laughs> order Webster's Dave's Hot Chicken. Okay. All right, all right, <laughs> okay. All right. Let's get into it. All right, here we go. This is entitled Fada Phil Fucks Rose Fat Tan Ass by Johnny the Nut Skak Pino. <laughs> Ro okay. is sitting by herself in the dark drinking a fucking glass of wine. She's smoking a cigarette fucking languidly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fucking sad and disgusting, frankly. Ro. Oh my god. My Giacomo. <laughs> Both my Jackie's gone. Father Phil enters. Fresh off tapping Charmaine's fat ass. Phil. <laughs> Hello, Ro. May I come in? I'm hungry for some of your menagut vagine. <laughs> Oh, Father Phil, I can't. I'm too upset from losing my boy Jackie. And it remains, and it reminds me of the fact I lost my husband, Jackie Jr.'s dad, also named Jackie. That's the Jackie Jr. Bro, I I know their names. I have met them before. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Why? Why? Why must you have taken my boys? Bro, I'm right here, okay? Talk to me if you want to talk to Lord. Talk to Lord. Talk to... Yeah, come on, make it sexy. Make it sexy. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Father Phil, make it sexy. Can you pray with my my father? (laughs) What the fuck? Can you pray with my father? (laughs) He's old. Something like that, yeah. Pray with me, father. Oh, fine. But then, can I get that tan ass capitalized? Yes, Father. Actually, giving up this man of gut vagine to you <laughs> might actually make me feel better. Hell yeah. <laughs> Making me hard. Father Phil starts to take out his cock. I don't know why this guy's such a confident cuck. His dick is not that big. <laughs> Ro. I guess you can call that a dick. Hey, Johnny the Nutsack Pino enters. Oh, shit. <laughs> nice one, Ro. That dick sure ain't as big as Johnny the Nuts. No one as big as you, Johnny. Hey, who is that? It's Johnny the Nutsack Pino, baby. The biggest cock in North Jersey. Why are you here? He's gone now. Focus <laughs> on me, Phil. And making me forget my son and husband <laughs> are dead. You're right. I've come for that tan ass. Least I forget. Spread them cheeks. Phil enters row. Our father, who are in heaven, baby. Oh, Jackie. Oh, Jackie this. Johnny the Nut re-enters and starts jerking off in front of Phil and Roe banging. It's fucking disgusting, but in a good way. They're going to have a lot to clean up after this. Scene. 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 Uh, Just say scene. Just say. uh, uh, That's the end of that. (laughs) Kind of wanted to pull a Chris and uh, punch you in the face in the middle of the Hey, well, you know, I had to come in there and I had to fucking make it a little more fucking, you know, dick worthy. Getting real meta with the writer entering the scene (laughs) to 
to jerk off at the end. <laughs> okay. No, I show my big dick too. <laughs> oh, gotcha, well, gotcha. I guess you can call that a scene. <laughs> All right. Well, Ooh, wow. Thanks, Johnny wow. the Nut. Okay. Skak Pino. Yeah. He, uh, for yeah. another great installment. He of... just peaced out. He just fucking. Oh, he, he just, just left now. Yeah, he oh. was out. Oh yeah. Uh, I think he was, might, have been, might have been unhappy with our reading of it. I yeah. think he kind of was. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he kind of fucked up some words. <laughs> he and, seemed uh, upset. You know, like he some felt things like we were did, misspelled, but some felt, things weren't. He felt uh, like we disgraced his art. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it. He just kind of just walked just out of the door. A simple <laughs> once over or a, a spell check will will help Scapino. <laughs> I really uh, don't think that's his that's his vibe though. Can you play with my father? Uh, <laughs> it looked favorite. like he got a spells check, not a spell <laughs> yeah. check. He told me that was intentional. Gotcha. gotcha. And for whatever reason, we're, we're we're missing the deeper meaning behind. Yes. This. Yes. Um, okay. Well, that was okay, another well, that great was that. installment. That was actually a fan request, right? Yeah. yeah so fans Rest. have been clamoring for it. So okay. Yeah, so they please. were clamoring for the first one, and then they clamored more. Yeah. <laughs> Any other clamoring for? Uh, oh, you know, Johnny we'll the Sack Pack Sack. Johnny the Sack. Johnny the Nut Sack Pino fanfic erotic fanfic. Uh, we will do our best for if you. If you're still clamoring after that, God help you. I mean, rule of thirds, he's got to come back. He's got to come I back. Mean, for sure. Hopefully, I'm not playing Father Phil again, but, uh, <laughs> you know. You do a great job. Oh, also, he told yeah, me you do sense. a great <laughs> job. At it. It's crazy that the nut only communicates <laughs> through you, Smells. Ah, uh, yeah, well, you trust me. <laughs> All right, let's go into fucking internet. This, of course, is the segment where we scour the internet for uh, anything the uh, internet is talking about. The Sopranos. Um, this week is all Reddit because nobody's fucking talking about big girls don't cry on Twitter anymore. <laughs> Damn, uh, <laughs> Damn, you ain't talking about this twenty years ago episode every, on Twitter. <laughs> every tweet about it is like from two thousand nine, and it's like those auto tweets where it's like finished downloading on Pirate Bay. <laughs> oh my god, what Sopranos uh, season two episode five? Like it's right. ridiculous. Anyway, um, like why would you tweet that? But anyway, uh. From user Chubbos. Oh, shit. Uh, in Big Girls Don't Cry, why did Polly and Johnny Sack ask Big Pussy to leave the table when talking at the restaurant? Did they already suspect him of being a rat? Why didn't Pussy make a bigger deal out of this? I think that's, we kind of touched on this during the episode discussion. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. I do think there's something to be talked about. Why didn't Pussy, like, raise it with Tony? Like, hey, the new guy from Italy was able to sit at the table and I wasn't. He's. I mean, he, he know. I mean, I think you know. He knows. So does Pussy deep down know that Tony knows that? He well, he doesn't want to. He doesn't. Well, he also doesn't want to like you know rattle any cages. So they right. would make start, waves. Start sure. you sure. know digging. Right. Um. Although, does that hurt him? Like you know. Right. Because 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 you got to think that like, make Tony suspicious. Right. He's got to be thinking, how would I act if I was not actually a rat? I, mean, I think he would be a little like angry that he's been passed over and at least raise it with Tony. Right. Right. Maybe he does in the next couple. Does he? Well, I don't remember. Some... No, he doesn't. Uh. He raises it with Skip Lapari. Yeah. yeah, that that is a funny scene with the yeah. two of them, like, like you know, fucking commiserating, like yeah. about in in some diner that like hasn't been redone in like thirty years. Yeah. Like, yeah. That looked like a diner that I was pretty seen great. in K Town out here or something. <laughs> like it looked weird. Um, yeah, good question, Chubbos. Uh, I think we I think we got that. Yeah, user awakening SC. What was Furio squeezing when he was smoking in Artie's kitchen? About 35 minutes into Big Girls Don't Cry, Furio was squeezing something in a bowl while smoking a cigarette. Charmaine what? told him to watch his ashes. I've always wondered, what is he squeezing? Cheese! Fucking buffalo mozzarella, you fucking... <laughs> they, they, say it, they say it in the episode, you idiot. Awakening. Come on, man. Yeah, this is, be more like, awoke. They say it, Jesus but also, Christ. have you ever, like, seen mozzarella cheese? Like, come on. It's um, got to stay moist, you moron. <laughs> fucking idiot. What's he squeezing? Who he cares? It's cheese. Fucking yeah. buffalo mozzarella. Yeah, that's Master what cheese maker, he's dude. Master- is he really, though? No, he's not really. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, he looked like he knew what he was doing, I guess. Maybe I, he can do it, but he's he also like, doesn't I mean, he's, care. A, he's from Italy. He probably knows enough <laughs> yeah. to like make Yeah, all Italians passable. can make cheese casually. Yeah. In, in hey, the... I know how to make chopped liver, so right. hey, hey, there you go. Okay. Uh, you yeah. know. 
Uh, <laughs> Spells is just exhausted by that. No. If you uh, haven't turned off after the fanfic, you definitely <laughs> did after I talked about making chopped liver. All right, here we go. I From mean, user Ethereal Ghost Cat. Okay. Favorite cuts. I was just watching the season two ep, oh. Big Girls Don't Cry, and during a scene between Dr. Melfi and her therapist, she says, He can be such a little boy sometimes, which then does a quick cut to Tony. Outside the massage parlor, instructing Furio to go inside and beat the shit out of them, mm. and it gave me a good chuckle. What are <laughs> some of the best slash funniest cuts you guys have noticed? Great. Uh, I mean, I'll start us off from last episode. Uh, of course. Uh, you know, after the carjacking of the the family of herbs, uh, and he <laughs> and the father uses the N word and says, "Well, who else?" And a big, big uh, a cut to. A big close up on Tony's smiling face. Yeah, yeah I love, good. I love that. That's one. a good one. You guys got some or what? Yeah, uh, mine isn't funny, but um, oh, I, I, I took, I took a while to think about this, um, and um, what came to mind was in members only, we see Eugene's face, mm. and then it cuts to a wider shot of him, and he's hanging himself. <laughs> And I always think not that, that's funny at all. Not, yeah. Not funny, but really great cut. Yeah. Effect, uh, very effective. True. Yeah. Because um, I, I remember seeing that and like that, like for the first time, it like startled the shit. Yeah. That is it. That is pretty good. Right. Because they make you think he's like uh, looking at the pictures he's from looking Florida, at the pictures vacation. Before, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And then he's hanging and pissing himself. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Spells. All right, mine's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> good, good. This is like a cut or end on like a scene. Yeah. Is when the fucking goat looks into the camera, <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh, is that when Pyomai? Pyomai. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, that's like the like you were asking us yeah. earlier. Like, come with like a, a thing with your favorite cuts, and I like couldn't think of anything, and I was like, oh, that's the dumbest thing. Yeah. Like it's just so. Why do they do that? Um, <laughs> I I actually I think it's in there just to fuck with you. Well, maybe there's uh, the weird wipe. Well, there's uh, that weird wipe. Yeah, when and, um, Carmella walks away from uh, the guidance council. Well, oh yeah, that, um, that yeah that is weird. Cringy, cringy. cringy. I've like it will always bother me. Um, like to this day, I'm so bothered when I see it. I I guess I I just think that was not good i can see like why they did it and i think it was just a bad choice yeah but what's the choice for just like the goat just right <laughs> and like it's uh, so dumb i stupid. know the significance of the goat uh the goat is itself it? i don't know about like the goat looking at the camera well what is the significance of the goat well per alan seppenwall and matt oh, zoller boy. something or oh, other boy. Uh, here comes the professor book, hat interview interview with david chase uh they were trying to explicitly draw the connection in the, that was the episode whoever did this when Ralphie's son gets shot in the chest with an arrow and obviously Ralphie gets killed um they were ex- trying to explicitly draw the uh uh a parallel between Ralphie and the devil and they do that in mm. uh please to mil- uh, I don't know um were you there in the moment when Jesus Christ had his moment of doubt and pain like lyrics from um Rolling Stones uh yeah uh what the fuck is that song Pleased um, to meet you. Hope you guess my name. Sympathy for the devil. Sympathy for the devil. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, which that episode clearly did gave you sympathy for Ralphie. Right. Uh, and then, uh, like, it, literary and in like medieval art and stuff, a goat is always symbolic of yeah. Satan. Yeah. Um. And so having Satan like just looming, uh, outside the stables there, uh, after Pyomai died in that fire, um, was Chase's way of saying, yeah, Ralphie did this. That's cool. Ralphie was there. Ralphie had a hand. Oh, I in thought it, it was yeah. his yeah. way, David Chase's way of saying like Ralphie's the goat, <laughs> greatest of all time. <laughs> goat. Uh, I well, f- that's great. Now that I know, like you know, that makes sense. Kind of like Daddy, that that they 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 have that shot. But we'll talk about that yeah. when we get to whoever. We'll did talk about this that in, in two months. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But uh, one more. We'll end on a funny cut. I love in Cold Stones when Roe and uh, Carmela are in Paris and just taking the awe and the beauty of that city. And then hard cut to uh, outside the Bing, and Silvio's like instructing some guy to like hose down the Bing sign. And he's like, "Make sure you get the shit off her tit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I love I love that cut. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have from user Gringo Damas. Ooh, uh, possibly oh, same the universe as The Wire. In the season two episode, Big Girls Don't Cry, when Big Pussy and Polly are eating, he mentions getting tickets to a game. 
from the Greek. The Greek is a mobster in season two of The Wire. Thoughts? <laughs> you know how many like sports, like gambling, like yeah. fucking like CD people are referred to as the Greek. There may be yeah. one or two yeah. other Greek people. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. a big like um gambling guy. Yeah, yeah what was the other CBS. that guy? There's that thirty for thirty on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I do um, like the idea of the Wire and the Sopranos sharing a, a, a universe, but I don't think sure. this proves. I mean, anything. there are <laughs> cast members. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Omar. Michael K. Williams. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Fucking houses Jackie Jr. for yeah. a little bit. Um, that would be funny. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got blah, tickets blah. from a guy in Baltimore for Jersey yeah, Devil. For the Devil. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, well, the Greeks I'm got pre- the hookup, though, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh, you're going down to the docks? Uh, you going to go get the tickets from the Greek? I'm pretty sure the Greek is like. <laughs> Everybody like knows the, the Greek. The GM yeah. of the Devil that Paulie <laughs> yeah. shakes down <laughs> in order to get tickets out of him. All right, and finally we have from user the Heartbreak Squid seventy seven. Oh, this is for spells. Uh, yeah. Bar, this is this. He loves post, the Heartbreak Kid. <laughs> this post is entitled Barb's husband Tom, who walks what? into a family dinner ten minutes late and immediately announces to the table, "I hear the Jets are gonna grab that kid from Tulsa, the tight end." Weird shit. Also, during Livia's wake, when Hugh called bullshit on all the flowery words being said. Tom chimes in out of nowhere with a hear, hear. Like, dude, you married into this family. Maybe keep it to yourself. That being said, oh, I like the cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> That's got to be the actor who played Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to generate buzz like, around is, is this buzz an- 20 years later. Is this yeah, another yeah. commentator like we had last episode who was just like, Hey, what the fuck is their problem? What the fuck? They, I hate them. Dude, uh, I tell- but they're not that bad. It's like another guy who's it like, wasn't no the heartbreak squid. Unless, unless whoever's behind the heartbreak squid has like several burner accounts just trying to make like <laughs> dumb posts on Sopranos Reddit. I'm shooting that ink, dude. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. There wasn't a question there, but I thought it was funny. So what do you guys think <laughs> about Tom, uh, t- the, Tom, Tony's brother-in-law, Tom? I think my I mean, guy is just trying to relate, dude. Yeah, he's definitely like, just trying to relate. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't. He's I uncomfortable. Know. I never and, think uh, about Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all there is to be said. But uh, uh, but I do like the cut of this guy's jib. <laughs> but yeah. I like but I he, like his jib. He does look that's how like he ends it. our friend Steve Lakioma. A, a little bit, yes. A little he bit. He does, yeah, yeah. That all also, right. well, never mind. <laughs> what, what? Also, like, it sounds like, it does sound like, you know, someone who's trying to, like, get in with a family who's clearly, like, you're nervous about. Right, right, yeah. right. Right. I'm like, going to, any- I feel that. I feel him. Anytime I've, I've I walk there. into my girlfriend's, like, family functions, I'm going to be like, I heard the Jets are getting this guy from Tulsa. <laughs> the tight end? Well, Bar- See, yeah, like, yeah. Barb isn't, like, connected to anything. So it's like, he knows he's walking into, like, a fucking dinner with uh, Uncle June and right. fucking Tony right. Right. and Janice. And some, some shit's yeah. gonna go down, yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh fuck, like my in-laws are the mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Start talking football trades. I better talk about the Jets. <laughs> for Tone. We gotta have our friend who uh, we think uh, looks like him or is like him on the up an episode where sure. he's yeah. featured. That'll yes. be a good. That'll be good radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll just oh, have yeah. our friend who... So you kind of look like this tangential <laughs> yeah, character. Yeah. What are you? Uh, what are your thoughts? He'll you got... have some opinions. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that wraps up fucking internet. Uh, good shit. Uh, as always, guys, you can always hit us up at osopranospod at gmail.com with questions, concerns, uh, more people that you would like um, Johnny Sacpino to do erotic fan fiction of. He will. He'll do anyone. Uh, he'll, he'll, he, he will do anyone. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Except at- for children. Don't do children. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at uh, osopranospod. Uh, and as always, uh, thank you for listening. Dave's Hot Chicken, give us the chicky. <laughs> oh. oh! Oh! Mother, don't you recognize your son? 
Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 500 megabits per second of lightning-fast speed for only $39.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.